Hey, you're back with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It's 508. Um, yeah, if you don't mind texting, call or text the show, 570-883-0098. Let me know if you listen to us on FM, on AM, if you listen on the app, if you catch the podcast. I, I just like to get some feedback where you guys are listening from and how you're listening. Uh, I listen to FM usually if I'm in our our immediate area. Some of our outlying areas, I have to switch to AM or I just switch to the Odyssey app because I could just get that played over my phone through my CarPlay and and listen anywhere. But uh, how are you guys listening to us uh, via via AM, FM, or the Odyssey app? I'd like to get that feedback from you guys. Well, we've all heard the media uproar about this heat wave that they seem to all be focusing on. And it's not just here in America. It's Europe is going through the same thing. But it's not climate change that's causing this heat wave. But no one wants to explain why it's happening. Every summer, heat waves inevitably hit the U.S. and, our parts, and other parts of the world, causing climate alarmists and left-leaning media outlets to demand dramatic, disastrous changes to the global energy system. Unfortunately, this summer is no different. This week, media outlets published a heat wave stories about spontaneous historic heat waves in Europe and North America. The Washington Post published an article titled Heat Waves in the U.S., Europe Virtually Impossible Without Climate Change, study finds. Axios published a story titled Historic and Enduring U.S. Heat Wave by the Numbers. Listen, certain parts of the U.S. have undoubtedly experienced strong heat waves this summer. There's no reason to believe these weather events are evidence that our world is hurling towards a climate change catastrophe. In fact, the best available evidence suggests that heat waves recorded a century ago were more problematic than anything we're seeing today. Government researchers have been tracking heat waves for more than 100 years. According to data from the U.S. Climate Change Science Program, which is made available by the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. The annual heat wave index for the contiguous 48 states was substantially higher in the 1930s than at any point in recent years. In some years in the 1930s, it was four times greater and even more. Additionally, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, has a large database of daily temperatures that goes back to 1948. NOAA used 1,066 weather stations located across the United States to collect the data. According to NOAA, huge swaths of the U.S. has experienced a significant decrease in abnormally hot days recorded since 1948, especially in the Midwest and the northern and eastern Texas area. Although it's true some parts of the U.S. have seen a number of hotter-than-usual days increased over the past 70 years, including in California and New York, metropolitan area, both of which happen to be areas large number of media outlets are located, go figure, most weather stations have shown no meaningful changes or even declines, and or even declines. And again, if you go back to where we are now, the heat index is at about 0.2. There are times in between the 1930s and 1940s where the heat index was 1.4. In the early, 
in the late 1980s, the heat index was 0.3. Again, we're at 0.2 now. Now, it's increased since 2010, but it's nowhere near the hottest it's ever been. Meteorologist Anthony Watts, who works as a senior fellow at the Heartland Institute, analyzed NOAA's data in detail and found that 81% of the weather stations used by NOAA's database reported that since 1948, there has been either a decrease or no change in numbers of unusual hot days. Anyone who wants to show long-term warming or cooling trend can do so by selecting, it goes into manipulating data. If the available data is so, so clearly revealed that there is no heat wave or crisis, why are media outlets suggesting the opposite is true? The answer is sloppy, irresponsible media reporting combined with cherry-picked data. Anyone who wants to show the long-term warming or cooling trend can do so by selectively choosing a starting and ending point in data sets that will provide answers you're looking for. For instance... If you start your examination of historic temperatures with figures collected from the 1970s when temperatures were unusually low compared to the rest of the century, then current temperatures look abnormally high. They point out this is exactly what John Kerry does during his testimony. If you start around 2010, then temperatures over the past decade appear to have dipped below normal and are now recovering. When many media outlets and and, uh, left-leaning politicians talk about climate change data, they almost always selectively choose a range that offers an incomplete picture of the larger available data set. This makes it appear as though today's temperatures are historic when they are actually well within normal historical ranges. We talk about this here all the time, and again, I'll say it again. This is from uh, NOAA, the U.S. Annual Heat Wave Index, from 1895 to 2022. I'm sorry, it's from the EPA, and it's the U.S. Annual Heat Wave Index. We are currently at 0.2. In 2010, we were at 0.3. In 1990 or 1988, we were close to 0.4. In 1930, we were 1.3. Multiple times what we are now. It's the normal ebbs and flows of weather. It's simple as that. And this is data straight from NOAA and the EPA. They're using climate to manipulate agendas, to manipulate society, how we heat our homes, how we cook, what kind of refrigeration we have, what kind of dryers we have, what kind of dishwashers we have. But we are nowhere near. I mean, even this summer alone, I mean, I understand it's only the end of July. Usually it's the end of July, beginning of August. There's that two weeks where we have the high 90s, low 100s. We haven't hit the 100s yet. But yet you see the panic across the media. You, you hear them talking about this crisis of, of, of heat waves. 
And again, when you look at the data from their federal agencies, NOAA and the EPA, we are nowhere near the highest heat index we've ever been. Let's go to uh, Jerry's from Sawyersville on climate change. Jerry. Yes, how are you today? Good. I just like to put my two cents in there. Sure. The earth evolves. It evolves constantly. And this is just the earth evolving itself. I mean, throwing tons and tons of money into it on a climate change bull, it's like get China to get their act together and we'd be good. Well, China, India, I mean, we, we, aren't, we are not near the right. world's top polluters here. But everything that they want us to depend on, especially these electric vehicles and such, we need production from China. We'll be at their mercy. Exactly. It's, it's just utter bull because if we go total electric, guess what? If we're not, the power grid isn't going to be able to handle it, number one. And number two, I mean, it really isn't going to change much except people are going to have to be buying stuff. You know, electric stuff, which is a little bull. Yeah, and they're just they're just redistributing that green that 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 footprint from okay, it's not us with our our combustion engine vehicles. It'll be the production or the mining side of EVs that are creating all that that harmful damage to the to the globe that they say exists. It's still going to happen, even probably more so, but it's just in a different yeah. place. They feel good because it's not in our backyard. It feel good because they have mandated something in their control area that they can say, look what we did. You can't control the weather. You can't control the earth, the atmosphere. I mean, you could cut the pollutants down, but as far as controlling it, it's going to happen no matter what you do. Absolutely, and we should all do our part. Without a doubt, and, and I'm I'm all for all the above and trying all the new things. But they should let the market decide. Let people make solar energy so good for me that it lowers my bill to where I want to put those solar panels on my roof. Don't tell me I have to. Well, you see, that's that's where the issue comes in. They don't want you off the grid because it's going to cut money going to the electric company, going to the gas. No matter which way you look at it. One of them is going to get screwed, and in the end, we're going to get screwed big time. Well, I, I don't think it's in the end. I think we we get screwed along the whole process. It's just a matter exactly. of, of how they, they, they develop it. But, you know, here's the data straight from the EPA and NOAA, basically showing that we're in the normal ebbs and flows, and we're nowhere even near. I mean, we were four times higher in the heat index in, in 1930s than we are now. So, uh, and, and industry was really not even close to what it was it is today, so uh, nor the population. So it's just hey, ironic we, to show how they manipulate those numbers. Exactly, and we made it through that. We're going to make it through this. So people are getting crazy over really nothing. That is nothing they can control, period. Well, you know what's scary? 51 of the population are believing them, so we really have to work on getting that information out there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> that's the scary. That's the scary part, Jerry. That's the scary part. Yeah, true, true. I appreciate your call. Hey, thank you very much for taking my call. No problem, Jerry. Have a great night. 
It's uh, 520 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. It's ugly out there. It's ugly. 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 It's just the weather. It's ebbs and flows. In, in, in 10 yes. minutes, it'll be sunny. Uh, I hope so, because we have flooding all over the place now, causing some traffic issues. Oh. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. Uh, Clark Summit in particular, that is flooded in front of the sheets, a Burger King area, and it's flooded all the way up to State Street. Not too good. You're going to expect delays. Don't drive through that water if you don't have to. Um it's just a mess. That's Route 6 and 11 Northern Boulevard um, and State Street and Clark Summit being affected, of course, in both directions. There's an accident out on Route 6 West, the KC Highway, between Jessup and Archibald. That's going to hold you up a bit. Coming eastbound on Route 6, you're slowing up. It could be water in the roadway as well between Troop and Dunmore. Uh, and I think I covered all of it. Did I get the uh, the backup, bad backup because of construction on 81 above Clark Summit? That goes unsaid these days anymore, doesn't it? That's a normal everyday occurrence it, it, all time. Yeah. So uh, Whenever they get that fixed, then maybe you can move through smoothly. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, we have some storms in our area, so be careful. Some of them are heavy. We're under the alerts in certain areas. So just be cognizant that, you know, one second it may be dry, then you hit one of these downpours, so drive carefully. Uh, tonight, warm and humid, low 70. Friday, hot with scattered showers and storms, high 94. Saturday, warm and humid with scattered showers and storms, high 88. Sunday, mostly sunny and cooler and less humid, high 83. It's currently 87 degrees with thunderstorms in our area at 521, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's funny how they tell us we may lose power because the energy service, uh, surges for, because of the heat wave. And uh, man, it's raining here, huh? Sounds like NASCAR's on the roof of the building. It's pouring in Pittston, so be careful out there. Um, but, yeah, let's all get electric vehicles, and that'll be fine for the power grid. You'll be able to go to work tomorrow with the power out, I guess. If not, do we have do we have power grid off days? You know, if everyone goes to electric vehicles and power's out in a certain area, do you call your job and say, sorry, can't come in, car didn't charge? It's going to be interesting. Looking at the text messages coming in and listening to the rain off the, uh, off the, the top here. Let's go to... Uh, who do we got here on the phone? Let's go to Leslie from Montdale with a poem. Leslie. Hey, how you doing? Okay. That's good. First of all, right now I'm on AM because of I don't have an external radio on what I'm listening to you on, or an external antenna. But if I have an external antenna on my other thing, I get you on FM. All right. I appreciate that feedback. But either way, you rock. I appreciate Just saying. It. Just saying, I always enjoy hearing you. And I do have a supposition before the poem. Uh, suppose maybe some of all of this hot air that we're experiencing might be coming from the White House. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. It's not, not a bad personal observation. Yeah, never know. But hey, this is one America under God. He created it, and he knows what he's doing, and you just don't listen to all the bull hockey. Not worth it. So, on that note, uh, Lorraine is the sweetheart, and uh, I'm kind of her counterpart. We have the same take, but we kind of go in directions that are a little bit different, and we meet in the middle. 
so here we go. It's called In the Woods. Hearing birds upon the wing, reminder of how angels sing. Watcher, watching creatures like the deer drink from waters oh so clear. Wildflowers, these we favor, God's reminder of sweet savor. Looking at a tall old tree, reminder, Jesus died for me. Seeing all the age-old stone, God is the rock. You're not alone. Another great poem, Leslie. I appreciate it, especially as the, the clouds open up here at the studio. Is it raining up by you? Oh, Mother of the Frogs, we've had gully washers going on here since 4 o'clock. This That's is insane. It. I can't even get the dog out the door. He's only got 6-inch six six clearance, and he's like, no, nope, not doing that. Mother of the Frogs and gully washes. I, I don't think I've ever heard that in the same sentence, but that's God bless you for throwing <laughs> that in there. Well, I'm a little different. Uh, ask Nikki. She can vouch for me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you calling today, Leslie. And Be careful up there you. in the rain. And thank you for your service, always, whether it be on the street, on the beat, or just on the radio. And God bless you and your family. Same to you, Leslie. I appreciate the call. Thank you, sweetheart. You take care now. No problem. Um, let's go to, uh, we have uh, Stephen from Kingston on Trump and Biden. Stephen. I don't know. The way that I keep hearing it. With the documents that they have with Joe Biden and Trump and Mike Pence, I just don't understand how we're still slow rolling everything on the other two. But Mr. T, as I'll call him, hit every like they get a, they have a magnum with ten rounds in it and not five as a normal. Yeah, Stephen, it is unusual because Donald Trump, being the former president, is the only one who actually had any right to have them. I mean, they're they're yep. obviously all able to view them, but you know, Joe Biden's documents are from when he was a senator and should not even have them in his possession. Mike Pence at least owned up to his documents and but found them himself and and kind of reported himself in, but still had the documents. But you're correct; they seem to only be going after one of the people in regards. And then why is it, I love how, uh, like, we're doing with Hunter. I'm glad that his uh, sweetheart deal got kicked out. But they keep saying, well, if this is the truth, you have the documents. Isn't that truth enough? Well, it, it's, no, until they're, until they're added into evidence in a courtroom and a jury makes a decision, it, it's it's speculation at this point. It's evidence. Um, you, we, we can make our decisions for ourselves. And I, I think the people out there should, I mean, that's our right to make decisions on what we've seen so far, make our educated guesses on it. But as far as a court goes, you know, when they get it, but he did, I mean, like I said, he did admit to a fire violation in court during his questioning by the judge. So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes now. It's just like when they, or how they say now, I didn't, me personally, I didn't need Fox News to tell me that. The Russia collusion was a bogus charge. It was a lie. I knew that. <laughs> well, it was. It was good. But it was good to see nobody, the evidence. Uh, it was good to see the nuts and bolts on how it came to fruition. Yeah. Because without seeing that, there would still be questions by a lot of people. So I'm glad they went through that 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 process and showed us firsthand, you know, how it was all nonsense. Right. I mean, I I I, I get that part, but it was a. Uh, I'd say it was a pretty good coup to set that all up, and nobody seems to 
like you get a retraction of the paper in the last page that nobody ever sees. It's like Trump will never be cleared of all this stuff that he, he was cleared, but nobody will put it into their head that he's not jaded. Oh, and, they, and, and nor do they care. They just want to get him. Yeah. They want him out and they don't care. Just like yeah. whatever Hunter Biden and Joe Biden does, they don't care. They would rather leave someone like that in office who may or may not have done these things because they don't care. Uh, and that's yep. the scary part. And if you want to look at the true election manipula- manip- manipulation, it was the, the Russian dossier. It was the Hunter Biden laptop thing that came up both during elections and both influenced people on how they voted. That is the actual true election interference that was there. Um, Stephen, I appreciate you calling. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, 532 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM. It's 536 here at the station. Got a text message in, uh, I've been listening to the conservative talk show hosts on WILK, 980 AM for the last at least 25 years. As far as climate change is concerned, people today are crybabies. From age 12 to the time I joined the Navy at age 17, I picked tomatoes in 90-degree heat on Price's Farm in Edwardsville for 10 hours a day, six days a week, for 10 cents per half bushel. After that, I spent nearly two years in the Moroccan desert where it was 120 degrees. Temps were common. Joe K., or shaver town. Well, God bless you, Joe, and thank you for your service, and I appreciate your input there, and that's why I relate it to everybody else out there. Um, we need... Uh, we need men like you back in our, back in our forefront, uh, and hopefully in politics. Um, Luzerne County. This was from a couple of days ago, and I, I kept skipping over it. But Luzerne County's engineer, McIntosh, resigned effective immediately, and this is in addition to the nine one one director resigning. Now it's my understanding that both were up for the county manager's position and did not get it. So uh, it's interesting to see now. Now the the current county manager, um, Ramilda Crocomo, said in an email that uh, she w- we got an EAS coming. Well, like I said, we're probably going to get them through the show, and uh, they're moving through our area. It's that time of night. It's the summer. That's when thunderstorms come through. Be thankful. Um, we're not in a drought area. Our wells will be. Well flourished. I know that it's a quick storm, so it really doesn't make a difference for us. Getting back to Luzerne County, well, you have the manager, and it looks like the both people that were up for the position of manager have uh, now left their positions in Lackawanna County. So you don't have an engineer anymore in Luzerne County. You don't have a um, an Iowa One director. I know the assistant director was taking the duties there, but the, the the current manager, you know, wished them well and success in the future endeavors. But you have to ask yourself, you know, are they, because they weren't picked, are they just moving on out of the area, or was the writing on the wall that uh, they were no longer wanted here because they were also up for that position? I've seen both in my professional life, and it would be interesting um, to hear, you know, thoughts on that. It's uh, 541 here at WILK. Time for traffic. I ventured outside to just see how wet it was out there. Uh, Did you know know we worked lakeside? We work lakeside? We work lakeside. (laughs) 
There's the problem is you step in the we, lake. We need a bigger boat. As soon as you yes, you need a boat to get you from the door to the car. Yeah, yes. Oh. As I was saying, <laughs> and now I think we're, there's gonna, the lake is getting deeper as we speak. We need a bigger, bigger boat. Lot. Yes. This uh, traffic update is brought to you by Ben Teledata Internet. It's a mess out there. I would stay put until the rain passes northeast BA. We have roads in Clark Summit that are flooded, Route 6 and 11, um, the Northern Boulevard also, State Street. That is all jammed up because of the waters. Trying to get over to to Grove Street from um, the back road past Garrity's, that's almost impossible as well. Police have some areas uh, shut down. Morgan Highway. Um, that is a bit bumper to bumper as well. And then Kaiser Avenue, it looks to have an issue too, and that is jammed up. So it is not a pleasant night in Northeast PA. 81 northbound, that's jammed up at Clark Summit. And we have an accident on Route 6 uh, uh, east, the Casey Highway, that's causing things to back up as well. It's just a mess. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone. W-I-L-K traffic. I have to mention the 81 North uh, by the Drinker Street exit, exit 186. There is a car off to the side of the road on the left, but that is also causing some slowing. All right. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Well, you heard that first. It's raining. Raining heavy and it's thunder and lightning. Be careful. That rain is supposed to end tonight, warm and humid, low 70. Friday, hot with scattered showers and storms, high 94. Saturday, warm and humid with scattered showers and storms, high 88. Sunday, mostly sunny, cooler with less humid, high 83. Sunday looks like the day for your weekend. It's currently 87 degrees with storms moving through our area here in southern Lackawanna County, northern Luzerne County. At 545 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 548, 549, 87 degrees with storms moving through our area. We have some power outages I'll get to in a second, but we have uh, Fred from Pittston on power outages. Fred, I see there's uh, 1,500 customers in Pittston without power. Are you one of them? Yeah. What, did you get any more? Um, it looks like a trip breaker, a blown fuse. It says crews have been sent to make repairs. 1,575 customers affected. Uh, repair time estimate is 10 p.m. Yeah, you got that, too. I appreciate your time, though. No problem. But, uh, uh, I, you know, everybody across the street has power, you know, and, and we don't. That's what, that's what the killer is. Yeah, let me see uh, if I, I zone in here. It looks like it's uh, from Delaware Avenue all the way to the river and from Slocum Avenue all the way down to uh, Ray Street or what's that, Susquehanna Avenue? Yeah. That's what the map's showing uh, that I'm looking at here. So it looks like a nice swath of West Pittston is uh, without hey, how did power. You get the map? How did you get that map? Uh, you just uh, go to a PPNL outage map. Google, put it in your, oh, okay. in your, in your internet search. Yeah, okay, you have a nice night. You too. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye now. Uh, let me see what other power outages we got here. We have a couple in Scranton. Um, 
No information there. Let me see. Dixon City is showing 81 customers without power. Uh, 652 customers without power uh, in the Mount Cobb area. There's a few other areas. Let me see you would hear. 81. Real, uh, real sporadic. Yeah, it looks like the main... Uh, the Scranton power outage isn't showing me how many yet. But it looks... Uh, nah, it's not showing me. So right now, the, the major power outages in the Pittston area, West Pittston, where we have 1,575 customers without uh, without power. And there are some areas in Scranton that have their power knocked out. Dixon City, like I said. Uh, Waymart showing a few... Uh, just four customers up in Waymart. Forty-five customers up in uh, near Crystal Lake, just uh, east of Crystal Lake, and that's just one customer up uh, up by me. <laughs> it's knowing me, it's probably me. Uh, but those are the big areas uh, up up uh, for power outages right now. So hopefully uh, that doesn't affect you. I saw. Uh, I just lost it while I was looking at power outages. Let me see here. Uh, there was an advisory for our area, uh, Mount Tammany, the trails on Mount Tammany in the Pocono Mountains. And now this is coming from the Pocono Mountain Visitor Bureau. That uh, as per Worthington State Forest, all access to Mount Tammany, including the Mount Tammany Red Dot and Paha Quarry Blue Dot Trails are closed until further notice due to increased bear activity. So if you commonly uh, hike Tammany Mountain, Mount Tammany, their trails are closed. Some of their trails are closed until further notice as per the Worthington State Forest for increased bear activity. Now, there's no reports of any attacks or anything like that, but I guess there were a lot of confrontations and a lot of sightings. Maybe some a lot of bears with their cubs, and they found it better to just uh, just um, close those trails for now, since there there's so much bear up there. Something else that I, I wanted to get to earlier in the week. This came out over the weekend that the U.S. is deploying Marines, additional forces to the Middle East following recent Iranian attempts, attempted shipping seizures. Um, the Iranian fast boats under the Revolutionary Guard have upped their uh, their game in trying to take bigger and bigger ships, uh, oil tankers, delivery ships, and such like that. And uh, we patrol the Strait of Hormuz to keep that commercial shipping vessels moving. But the latest deployment comes after the Pentagon said that it, uh, it would be sending F-35s and F-16 jets to the Middle East, as well as the USS... Thomas Hudner, a guided missile destroyer. The new forces will consist of an amphibious readiness group and marine expeditionary unit known as an ARG and MEU, respectively, which typically consists of three ships and approximately 2,400 Marines. So uh, anytime we put in our assets in that area, it's a dangerous location. Um, we've seen in the past under 
the Obama administration where Iran seized one of our naval small fast boats and there's the famous picture of having all the sailors on their knees on the ships and were turned over all their equipment was taken but their ship and they were turned over when their ships their boats became disabled and they say the Iranians say drifted into uh, Iranian waters but this is a this is a concerning move to watch in the future that the US is deploying a marine expeditionary force along with ground-covering aircraft like the F-35 and the F-16 following this increased Iranian attempts to harass you know, commercial vehicles, so it's commercial vessels in that area. Uh, the U.S. began flying A-10 attack aircraft over the Strait of Hormuz off Iran's southern coast. The A-10 Warthogs are, again, a close ground support weapon known as a tank killer. They're called Warthogs is their nickname. Um, with weapons capable of targeting Iranian fast attack boats and other maritime targets, the A-10s were originally deployed to the region in late March following a series of attacks on U.S. positions from Iranian-affiliated militias. So it seems that some, the, 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 the tempo is being stepped up in the Strait of Hormuz, where we are sending additional assets there to uh, curtail Iran's bold moves when it comes to that area. Now you add that to what's going on in North Korea with the North Korean leader shooting ballistic missiles again, the American soldier who defected by all accounts, walked in on his own power into North Korea and is being held since, and everything going on with Russia and China. It's a concerning time for our military and America as a whole. It's 5.56 here at WLK. We'll be back after the news. We'll be back after this breaks. Well, guys, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show today on this Thursday, July 27th, 2023. I appreciate your guys' input today, listening, calls, text message. I appreciate it all. Be careful out there. These storms are coming through. It looks like it's going to clear up once they make our way through our area. (laughs) You're going right after that. 